Welcome to Shame Space, our moment under the umbrella of shame that we have created for ourselves with all the stupid things that we've said for ourselves in the previous episode. Um, and I'll kick it off. I think I remembered this at the time and didn't mention it or edited myself out. Giles from Buffy is a watcher. Watcher. It's a watcher. Very good. So not a guardian. Not a guardian. Well, he, he was like almost a guardian in the sort of legal sense of the term. Not legal, but, you know, like he was a father figure to her, but not yeah. a guardian in the other sense. I don't know. He was a watcher. <laughs> and watchers kind of guide slayers. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I haven't seen Buffy I don't in know. years. Well, lucky for you, it's starting back on the telly tomorrow on E4. I got so confused because when you texted me to tell me that, I thought you meant they're doing a reboot with the same people and they're just so, continuing Buffy. I got really confused. I think I just got a little overexcited because I saw the advert and I was like, guys, guys, it's happening. <laughs> it's back. So it's old so, Buffy is back. It's just, it's just that they're showing it again from the beginning. So I can see why from my overexcitedness, you would think that they were doing something new. But, but no, it's not. just old episodes. I, I don't know why we talk about Buffy so much. So apologies for that. Um, I seem to relate everything to Buffy or Charmed. So <laughs> not sure why. Um, so uh, you and then me did a little bit, bit of digging um, as The Librarian is a franchise. Mm-hmm. And it started... As a straight-to-TV movie. Always a sign that it's quality. <laughs> but it's the same people. So it's, um, what's his face? That's good, isn't it? Noah uh, Wyle. Noah Wyle, who's the guy from ER. Uh, he is still the same guy in it, Flynn Carson. Um, and the first film was called The Librarian, Quest for the Spear. And that was on in 2004. So the library that he kind of stumbles upon. I, I watched the trailer, guys, watch the trailer on YouTube. It looks horrendous. It's like, uh, Flynn Carson lived with his mother and had nothing to do and was really bored. And then he found a library. It was really weird. Um, yeah, so basically this library protects um, historical artifacts like Pandora's box and Excalibur. And the Spear of Destiny was one of these items that gets stolen by Trey from Sex and the City. <laughs> or uh, the, the main character in, um, uh, what's that? Oh God, my brain stopped working. Um, Twin Peaks. Oh, I've not seen that. Okay. It's sort of amazing and terrible at the same time. I do like amazing and terrible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, the, the librarian started as, I think it was three films for TV, and then they were made into books from the films, which is an odd way to do things, but that sometimes happens. Um, oh, that happened, it happened that way around. Yeah, it, said, um, it says the book, um, oh, I did have a little section on the books. Um, the books 
was a novelization of the first movie. Oh, okay. In that's yeah, that's a year. really odd way for it to it's normally the other way around, isn't it? It happens though. There's loads of books are about Doctor Who, the series, that were written after. Mm-hmm. So it does happen like that sometimes. And then they commissioned um the series for Amazon, which was renewed for four seasons, apparently, even though they cancel some amazing things after one season, but whatever. Um, yeah, so it was commissioned for four seasons. Um, and yeah, I think that's all I've got to say about it, really. I've learned a lot. There you go. I now know the whole backstory of the librarians. Although every it came to be... <laughs> Every time I read about it, I feel like I'm reading a different plot about something else. <laughs> it's so, there's just too much going on in this series. It's really confusing. I did, we did rant quite a lot about it. I feel a bit bad, but it was terrible. I think my main takeaway on it was that it was shit. That was, I remember saying that a lot. <laughs> I would like to apologise for my pronunciation, which was correct, but I sounded like a wanker, of um, <laughs> sits proper. I think I said it in like a ridiculous... Like, <laughs> yes, you did. I'm really sorry. It's like one of those wankers who goes and orders a panino because it's the correct <laughs> way of saying it. Anyway, sits probe. You can say that. Um, so I'm really sorry for sounding like a wanker. But uh, people who don't know what that is, so Claire and I are musicians, so we do opera stuff. That's why we know, not, you know, because we're dickheads. But um, it's the first rehearsal with the orchestra and the singers on stage. That's what it is. Anyway. Isn't, isn't it literally like the sitting down? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a table read of yeah. the opera. Yeah. I, I think it's called that because it's the first one with the orchestra and then the, the singers are seated. But uh-huh. it doesn't really matter. I'm sorry for being a dick. I'll try it. I'll try it better <laughs> next time. I just listened to myself <laughs> saying it and went, oh, yeah. I'm not sorry for saying it was shit. That was my opinion and I stand by it. No. Um, <laughs> valid opinion. Um, my mum said she tried to watch it and you have to pay for it now. It's not on Amazon. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. Yeah. That's so, happened fast. I know, right? Um, maybe it's because it's so terrible. <laughs> Do you think it happened because we slagged it off? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the writer started crying and then took it off. Um, yeah, so you you quite can get it for free, guys. I really wouldn't bother paying for it. I mean, I barely no. watch it for free. So just, you know, move on. Move on, move on with your lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for a little while, we were chatting about whether we thought this was sci-fi fantasy or um, supernatural. And because I got a bit confused as to what those all sort of were, I looked them up. Hey. I looked up the definition of each of those genres. So the definition of science fiction is fiction dealing principally with the impact of actual or imagined science on society or individuals or having a scientific factor as an essential orienting component. Which is basically what you said. Science stuff. Sciencey stuff, yeah, it's got <laughs> yeah. to have some sort of science in it. It is yeah. sciencey fiction. That's um, what and then we come to uh, fantasy. Fantasy is a genre of speculative fiction set in a fictional universe, often inspired by real world myth and folklore. Its roots are in oral traditions, which then became fantasy literature and drama. 
and from so the 20th like, century it has expanded further into various media um but it says here and this is wikipedia but still it says fantasy is distinguished from the genres of sci-fi and horror by the absence of scientific or macabre themes respectively though they do overlap right so lord of the rings is a really good example of that and um because they were novels that were based on is it Nord nordic folklore um, I don't think Lord of the Rings was particularly based on folklore. It was. So it was based on the ring, which is the Wagner ring cycle, which is Oh, that is Nordic. On, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Lord of the Rings has similar... It's about a ring. But yeah, it has similar themes, but I didn't know it was... I didn't know it was based on anything particularly folklore. Well, I think... Mm, because I know wasn't. that he was. he was very adamant that it wasn't... Um, an allegory it wasn't an allegorical oh yeah because um, he hated c.s lewis for that he thought he was a weak writer for using christ as an allegorical term can i does that make sense yeah well it was, it was an allegorical like what the land in the wardrobe is an allegorical book and he was open about it being that yeah and i think tolkien didn't okay write compared to that because it wasn't i don't think he was religious either no, but I mean, he knew all these languages and based a lot of kind of Elvish and... Um, I, think, I think he was a walk. professor of languages. Yeah, at Oxford, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so maybe not him. I think quite a lot of um, J.K. Rowling, the Harry Potter stuff, is also, like, some of that's based on old myths and legends. Oh, yeah. Voldemort and... Um, other things lots of language things there <laughs> as well i'm so tired i'm really sorry guys i actually bought some um salvia which is a, a bee friendly flower yesterday oh, nice. um and it just reminded me of a spell in harry potter which is salvia hexia which is like a protection spell um and salve obviously a salve it's hello uh, is hello but um salve is healing and has healing properties and all that kind of thing Salve is hello if you're talking to one person. In Latin. In Latin. Um, but I think the terms like salvia and salve, it means like healing balm and to heal and protect and that kind of thing. So I think she got a lot of her spells are kind of like mixed Latin styles. Anyway. Um, anyway, sorry. That's enough about Harry Potter. I think I've got that wrong, actually. Sorry. I, I'm just remembering... My Latin teacher coming in and always saying salve, and we said salve te. So maybe it's salve is to lots of people, and if you want to say it to one person, it's salve te. Well, the E is a plural in quite a lot of Latin-based languages. And I, uh, O is singular masculine, A is singular feminine, although that's in Italian. And E is plural, so maybe salve means pluralized hello. <laughs> Because a moa matter mass, right? I moa matter matter mama smarter cement. None of them end in an e. Nope. <laughs> I was mind. just running through them in my head, going, none of those, none of those end in an e. I don't know. We don't know. I'll we find don't you that know. in books somewhere. Do you know what? That's okay. I, I'm glad I'm not a specialist in Latin because I can't be asked. Anyway, I also looked up supernatural. Ah, as a genre. sorry. Yes, we went off on a tangent. Never mind. That happens. Um. So supernatural, and this is particularly in respect to films, um, it's a genre that centers around supernatural elements such as ghosts, gods, goddesses, and miracles. 
and they deal with the unknown questions of life. Therefore, they tend to incorporate religious elements into the plot. And since oh. they emphasize the unknown, supernatural films are considered quite suspenseful and they do often cross over in other genres, creating hybrids like supernatural comedy and supernatural drama. Interesting. Okay. I'm just trying to think of the supernatural series and whether they include well being human had a sort of afterlife theme going yeah on. so it has the, the, I, yeah. the slight religious aspect to it yeah but i think the i think the main difference between them is like that fantasy and um supernatural have nothing to do with science there's no mention of any yeah. even mad science it would be magic and things like that rather than anything yeah. that is based in reality yeah yeah that's true actually it is it's um, which I think is more the librarian style. Although that is very kind of loose myth fantasy, isn't it? I would have thought this is fantasy. Yeah. Based based on those, um, the my little genre definitions that I looked up, I would have thought this would fit into the fantasy. Yeah, because it, it's based on myths and legends, which is what you were saying about. I also had a quick look about the Library of Alexandria. Ah, Okay. It was one of the wonders of the ancient world. Like the gardens of Babylon. The great library of Alexandria, even, uh, was one of the largest and most significant libraries of the ancient world. And it was part of a larger research institution called the Musion. May have pronounced that wrong. It looks like mouse, ion. So I'd assume it's Musion. Yeah. It was dedicated to the muses, the nine goddesses of the arts. Ah, oh, so whole This whole institution was about the muses and then the library was a part of it right okay cool so is it a real place it was a real place yeah it, where, it was um it was in alexandria, alexandria which egypt. is in egypt okay uh, and that's partly why alexandria was the it kind of, it kind of became the capital of knowledge um right. because partly because of the great library there's a rumour, a vicious rumour, or a, as Wikipedia says, a widespread modern belief um, that the Library of Alexandria was burnt once and cataclysmically destroyed. Um, yeah, it actually declined gradually over the course of several centuries, starting with the purging of intellectuals from Alexandria. Um, well, I think they just sent them out, so they fled. They probably burnt them. Purging makes me think that they may have killed them. Yes. Um, it was accidentally burnt by Julius Caesar during the <laughs> Civil War. <laughs> but it's unclear how much was actually destroyed and seems to have either survived or been rebuilt shortly afterwards. You know, how do you accidentally burn down a... I mean, well, I suppose they didn't have electricity. It was all candles. So maybe it's quite easy to burn down. Do you think it was a sort of heathen religious act that they thought knowledge meant it was kind of anti-God? Because that quite was possibly. definitely... yeah. Quite possibly. Which is kind um, of what this episode we watched was about, a little. A little? But then they were, they were wanting to bring all the, all the knowledge back and therefore destroy the that, modern world. That didn't make any sense. It By still like, doesn't make sense. Physical weight? It. It, does, that, like, it doesn't make any sense. If, if the Library of Alexandria was a, was a real place, then why would it crush the world if they brought it back, since it was a real place? My main understanding of that, which is limited, but my my idea behind it is that the amount of knowledge suddenly being in the world would 
mean things would collapse because people couldn't deal with that amount of knowledge and that amount of um whatever else and so it would sort of send people away from the facts as they were and back into believing in a higher a higher power and just believing in religion okay which is maybe why that that group of priests wanted it because they wanted to be in charge again right possibly very weird uh, I still don't really understand it. That's the only way that I can vaguely understand that episode. I quite like how we invented the dog sword, which I think should be a thing. <laughs> well, no, it happened in the episode. That is the one bit that I really remember. Yeah, but you've named it the dog sword. Yeah, the dog sword. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Dog sword, of course it is. What else is it going to yeah. be? It's a sword yeah. that acts and barks like a dog. It didn't bark. Did it, it did bark? sort of make, yeah, it made noises. You're not going to call it a sword dog, are you? That's just weird. Dog sword. Dog sword. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, I think that's probably it for Shame Space. Um, I'm certainly feeling very, very ashamed. I think I need to go and take a shower. Um, how are you feeling, Claire, with life? You okay? <laughs> with life? That's a very heavy question yeah, for Shame Space. <laughs> it's, very, it's very hot. We're, uh, we're still sort of on lockdown-ish. I mean, we can see some people now, which is nice, but the weather is distance. very hot. Yes, yes. Wave it. That's lovely. I've been really enjoying the weather. Mm, so I've been true. sitting, I've been doing all the editing for this in the garden. I've been sitting in the garden, playing with next door's cat. Aww. Have a lovely time. Ah. Well, we hope you're all staying safe, everyone, and not going too crazy um can i recommend listening to podcasts if you want to <laughs> chill maybe watching some utter crap on television and dropping us can recommend email. quite a lot of utter crap oh we have so much um why don't you listen to our back catalog of all 12 episodes <laughs> <laughs> uh, please drop us an email um claire can you do all the the social media stuff i can indeed um you can email us at randomtelevision at gmail.com you can get in touch with us on twitter our handle is at randomtelepod and you can follow us on instagram at randomtelevision um and you can rate review and subscribe to us on itunes and spotify and overcast and deezer and anywhere else you get your podcasts i think please I think and we're everywhere yeah like, well, like chlamydia no, or not, <laughs> not COVID. <laughs> Too soon. I said chlamydia, so chlamydia. it's fine. <laughs> like chlamydia. Ooh. That's gross. Anyway, um, have lovely weeks, guys. And we'll be back tomorrow for our next installment of Random Television. So please, uh, you know, don't... Shave your legs. Yeah. <laughs> Shave your legs. Just, it's hot now. And people are wearing shorts and dresses and yeah. Although, yeah, still to. still six foot distance. Mm. So if people are close enough to see if you have shaved or not your legs, they're too close. Yes, exactly. Do you know what? If you want hairy legs, have hairy legs. Might be a bit warm, but whatever. Something to do. Yeah, each to their own. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. something to do. It'll it'll kill for ten minutes or so. <laughs> Oh God, I'm so bored. <laughs> Have a lovely time, guys. And we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do